0: Friends and welcome back to Ghoul's Night in the Spooky Chat Show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark, and I'm Midge Munster. And Midge, we have talked on this podcast before about smashing pumpkins, TPing. Um, you and I are, are are pretty are pretty good ghouls, I would say. Um, but <laughs> some Halloween lovers
1: of the past were not as sweet as us. Uh, <laughs> They were uh, well. I guess I was gonna say they were more naughty than nice, but I guess that's Christmas, so ignore yeah, me. They can, they can also be <laughs> naughty. Um, they were more trick than treat. Yes, <laughs> there we go. Precisely,
0: yes. Um, so if you were celebrating Halloween in the past, um, you were probably getting up to some mischief, um, because pranks and even violence were synonymous with Halloween for a lot of its history. Uh, so I thought it would be fun to kind of go through the history of Halloween tricks and pranks and things like that. Absolutely, let's let's get into it. Yes, um, so kind of Halloween as we know it today um, gained a lot of prevalence in Ireland and Scotland. Um, and <laughs> I was reading about some of the like OG pranks um, that people would pull over there, Um, and it was quality stuff, um, like tying rope around a cabbage and dragging the cabbage through a field at night to scare people. (laughs) Ha 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 ha, classic prank classic um and then we had another quality cabbage related prank um apparently (laughs) cabbage is a funny vegetable apparently it is well in the um so in the early 1800s apparently it was a popular prank in scotland um to light the stalk of a cabbage on fire and then like stick it up against someone's keyhole so when they came home their house was super stinky oh yuck (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Pretty gross cabbage smell, cabbage smell all through your house um as well as you know your usual stuff tripping people (laughs) all kinds of things um and it was these people um who kind of brought halloween over to america um primarily there was a lot of immigration from those areas in kind of the mid 1800s and it became really common to have these kind of halloween pranks in rural america too um popular pranks included putting a farmer's livestock and wagons on top of the barn um that's there crazy. was a, there was a lot of like <laughs> putting stuff in places where you wouldn't expect it to be, which is is pretty solid, pretty funny. There was apparently like a town where a bunch of kids just dragged in like all these boats and left all the boats in the street.
1: <laughs> that was that kind of sounds pretty funny to me. <laughs> yeah, I was like That's like when uh like kids in high school try to like put their principal's car on the roof or exactly. whatever it's like ah. <laughs> <laughs> like very very rascally yeah. um
0: somewhat less rascally apparently it was also popular to tip over outhouses um oh, which God. the <laughs> the article said whether or not they were occupied yeah. so that would be not a great experience uh and this just... is like specific to halloween time apparently so i i wasn't like i don't know if these were like only pulled at halloween time but like these were like popular pranks that were part of the, of the halloween repertoire mm,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: like it was kind of a standard one thing that was also very popular um the history channel article i was reading said that in some areas they started calling october 31st gate night um because so many people would steal gates off of their hinges to let everybody's livestock go running around
1: and escaping. Oh no.
0: <laughs> The livestock
1: times. are like, this is the best night of the year. Right? They're just like, hell yeah. <laughs> We're
0: going wherever we want. I'm going to eat all of this grass. You know, the grass is always greener on the other
1: side, Mitch. <laughs> everybody's and now- calling it gate night and the cows yep. are like hanging out. They're like, oh, tonight's free night. <laughs> Freedom. Tonight's Freedom Roman night. night.
0: <laughs> yes. Um but yeah, lots of general tripping and scaring people. Um I read about one town um where they smeared molasses on all the pews in the church. Oh. Um it was also popular to tie um opposing apartment doors together so like you would tie the doorknob so you couldn't <laughs> mess with the doors. Um, the old noises <laughs> off. Right. Exactly. As well as throwing flour on people. This was oh. like a popular thing to go to like well-dressed people and just like pelt them with flour so
1: people are so weird they (laughs) really are
0: um so i i found um an article in like a connecticut historical society site like talking about like historic halloween pranks um and there was a news article Uh, from 1905 where the police chief was complaining about all the pranks um, and said that he had quote no objections to the boys and girls celebrating the night in a reasonable manner but when droves of youngsters march through the streets pelting citizens and houses with vegetables he will make somebody answer for it (laughs) i'm sure there were there were a lot of cabbages uh flying around right there but before uh,
1: before people were smashing pumpkins yes cavorting cabbages (laughs) right and i don't remember because
0: we um the jack-o'-lantern episode was what our first or second episode it was the
1: first episode i Um, think
0: and i don't remember if we talked about jack-o'-lanterns being scary but like, like the whole concept is like to kind of scare things away. But apparently, it right. was also just like you would show up and like hold up your jack o' lantern outside someone's window to try and spook them.
1: Oh, like a like a f- disembodied head. Yeah,
0: exactly. You'd be like, oh god, glowing a spooky face is out here! Like, or someone else described as like, because um, as you would have known from that original episode, people would carve turnips and things like that right. before they carve pumpkins, and Which apparently that they would like. Would right that, they, that and those would guys give were pretty me a spooky and they said that they would like sometimes like kids would have like the turnip on a string so they could uh, kind of so like, like
1: wave like, it around
0: hovering you know, around being extra spooky uh but so obviously these are all kind of relatively lighthearted um prankings pretty jokey um but it did eventually spread Um, And got generally more dangerous as people kind of in life moved to more urban areas where, I guess I would say that I don't think it's necessarily like that people change, but you just had more opportunities to cause bigger amounts of
1: mayhem. Right. Well, I was gonna say, I mean, that's still true today. Like Mm -hmm. cities just have larger populace and therefore more shenanigans go on. <laughs> yes. And you had access to new types of
0: shenanigans. Um like mm-hmm. apparently it was a very common um Halloween prank to put a fake body on railroad tracks. Oh um, God. which would then of course, you know, cause you know, people to panic and slam on the brakes of the train, which could be very dangerous.
1: Right. And then
0: they would get out and be like, oh shit, it's just a body, like a you know a, a stuffed scarecrow or whatever that some, some youths left here um and there was another story about kids who waxed the streetcar rails um oh, so God. like a car like crashed into another streetcar because it couldn't stop <laughs> because the wheels
1: were waxed i think um at the point where like people's lives become in danger i don't think we can qualify that as a prank right? anymore <laughs> like yeah. i think at that point it's like Oops, that's murder. (laughs) That's a crime. Um, Accidental manslaughter. Like, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there was just a lot of like throwing bricks through windows, um, other general vandalism and mayhem. Um, And I think it makes makes sense, like looking at things, that it's all very anti authority. Like, it's definitely, and I think that that, you know, is something that, like, a, a holiday like Halloween that has, you know, kind of like this mischief and like magic and kind of concealing your identity, things like that. It all kind of leads to sort of this like chaos reigns, like we can do whatever we want uh, sort of vibe.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, we kind of talked, I think a little bit about that in the clown episode. I think anything where, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you have this um, night where it is expected that you're, like you said, your identity is concealed. Like people tend to just wild out in any capacity like that because they're like oh i can get away with stuff (laughs) right yes um and
0: the people the 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 grown-ups and such uh were not uh thrilled with this and some Can't of them, imagine why <laughs> right but some, some of them got uh pretty pretty rough about this um there was a quote from um a newspaper in 1902 uh from illinois uh that said we would advise the public to load their muskets or cannons with rock oh! salt or birdshot and when trespassers invade your premises at unseemly hours upon mischief bent pepper them good and proper so they will be effectually cured and have no further taste for such
1: tricks classic midwest <laughs> right. load your
0: guns <laughs> load your gun um and there were reports of people like firing at like 11 and 12 year olds who are like running That's around gross. pranking so it wasn't just like older teens this was kind of like mayhem of all ages <laughs> going sure. on
1: i wonder maybe we're gonna get into this mm-hmm. i wonder how um if there's any because obviously halloween is thought to be the time where the veils that the then is between the worlds mm-hmm. like is there any correlation between people being like oh the youths are being like (laughs) taken over by the spirits that are crossing and causing all this like havoc you know like or Mm, yeah even even if uh i don't know even if there is something to that of like why people feel more mischievous those time of that, that night of the year
0: yeah, um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that was blamed <laughs> on these things over right. time because people were de- were definitely getting pretty rowdy. Um, and there were movements um, to abolish Halloween um, of because of its bad reputation. Um, in 1942, the Chicago City Council did vote to abolish Halloween and instead turn it into Conservation Day. I'm not sure what we were what? supposed to be conserving. Um, this did not actually end up happening. It doesn't seem like, like they were kind of like, we should do this. And then no one actually did it.
1: Yeah. Cause it's uh, a stupid idea. Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm
0: like, conser- <laughs> like, are they trying to say like, we're supposed to like conserve our, our mischief and like be thoughtful instead. Or are they like, this is going to be the new earth day. It's October
1: 31st yeah maybe because it's like around harvest time they're like agricultural conservation (laughs) i don't know yes um and
0: during world war ii um kids were encouraged to take a pledge to celebrate halloween in a responsible way you know in order to honor the troops uh because they wouldn't want you wasting supplies and being bad um, back at home. Obviously, sure. you can just kind of pull, pull anything out there. I mean, I, I feel like most people who were fighting in World War II had had bigger things on their minds, but... That
1: one was more for all the single mothers at home dealing with right. their children while their <laughs> husbands were at war. They're like, please take it easy on your poor mother. <laughs> Don't right. get arrested tonight
0: for real um and my favorite of these um in 1950 the senate a senate committee said that we should rebrand halloween to can can you can you guess what probably i mean there's no way to guess this it's
1: just kind of like the the blamest thing that i've ever heard in my life Uh, to rebrand halloween is that what you said so like it's still the concept but they're changing the vibe no it's like uh oh this is this is the opposite of what
0: halloween has become oh okay Uh, like good samaritan day yep um (laughs) it's it's youth honor day so yeah basically (laughs) yep yep so you got it um and they were busy you know with the government was busy with like real war and stuff so they did not actually do that um but some cities did like celebrate a youth honor day and came, did like like prom king they like crowned like a king and queen of youth honor
1: at oh their celebration gosh.
0: which i feel like
1: you'd know what, what an embarrassment. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you like, know those kids were narks. um oh, oh my goodness <laughs> Youth oh i can't Monday. imagine like telling your kids you're like yeah well son when i was a kid i was the king of youth <laughs> honor day so you have a lot big <laughs> shoes
0: oh my goodness um but we do have all of this mischief and mayhem um to thank for the halloween traditions that we love today um Ooh. because like TPing. <laughs> no i'm <kidding>. wow. <laughs> tbd um but you know things <laughs> like trick-or-treating and yes. haunted houses um were really invented because people were like for the love of god like give these children give something these children constructive something to, to do. do instead of just running around all night a muck, a muck, a muck problems a muck, a muck, a muck. yes um and that process like really started in the 1930s because obviously unsurprisingly you know with all of the tensions of the great depression that you know kind of spiked a lot of the you know violence and mayhem urges um and so people started you know organizing halloween parties and haunted houses um like we we did do an episode about the history of like the haunted attraction um mm-hmm in that you can you can go back and listen to more in that um, and they really continued to gain popularity and cultural buy-in until it was really very firmly established by the 1950s and that is when we saw kind of the the rise of the commercial Halloween costume and it was definitely like okay like trick-or-treating dressing up that is what Halloween is about not um, putting your neighbor's cows on his roof
1: not causing train collisions
0: (laughs) right not crashing trains yeah um however pranking did not stop as you alluded to um (laughs) a lot apparently so i can't tell how true this is but the the way the article i read framed it was like a lot of kids were like yeah i love trick-or-treating and candy but i want to have tricks and my treats um and that Kind of started the uh, rise of mischief nights on October 30th. Oh, or, I, or, I've known never as, heard it called that. Well, so so that is kind of like a generic term for it. Apparently, mm-hmm. some even called it Cabbage Night. Come on, Cabbage hey, Night. Referring hey, referring back to all those classic Scottish cabbage pranks. Whoa. What up? <laughs> Ah, classic Scottish cabbage pranks. Gladest Scottish cabbage pranks. Um, Say that five times fast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And mischief night pranks um, were what we would really kind of expect to see today for the most part. TPing, egging houses. Um, But there was also Devil's Night. Um, Oh, yes. Now that I've heard. (laughs) Yes, um, which uh is mostly tied to extreme vandalism and mayhem um it is most so i think from what i was seeing like other areas did call it devil's night but when you say it um people generally think of specifically detroit um and some other michigan cities where in the 70s and 80s this became a huge uh arson night basically great (laughs) Um, again another
1: casual prank
0: exactly you know just just your average youthful indulgence in prankery you know setting shit on fire um to do (laughs) um yep so people were lighting on fire trash cans dumpsters um and even abandoned buildings and uh just kind of going wild um in 1984 there were over 800 fires set in the one night oh my god Um, and apparently it just kind of became even like like a magnet like people would come to like see and be like what's going on i got to be part of this devil's night Um, and it became such a big problem um, that in 1995 the city started organizing angels night as counter programming <laughs> um to have firefighting volunteers really on hand to keep things under control i guess they said they had like fifty thousand volunteers for the first night um oh which kind of goes to show how much you know people in the area were like we are really sick of everyone setting our yeah. city on fire which same i would yeah, also I mean, valid yeah not appreciate that um And that did really seem to help keep things under control. Um, It did kind of continue to be a problem throughout the 90s, um, then started to peter out. Um, And the program was officially ceased in 2017 uh, because it was kind of judged that it was no longer as needed. Um, I heard of this. I don't know if you have experienced this, Midge. There's a Criminal Minds episode that takes place on Devil's Night.
1: No, I have only seen a few episodes of Criminal Minds because of my that was my best friend's like one of her favorite shows growing Mm. up but i haven't seen that many of it i don't know why i know that term i just like as soon as you said it i was like oh yeah i've heard that
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's interesting and it seems like in general like these things were mostly like kind of east coast and midwest it said that like it didn't really move to the west coast that much this kind of whole mischief night idea i didn't grow up like mischief night is not or devil's night is not really a thing in my area um possibly because it's such a it was such a you know bad thing in our our neighboring state of michigan maybe people were extra cracked down on it
1: i don't know i i mean i don't remember i know that like um you know, in movies and things, like I mean, let's just take right off the off the cuff, like hocus pocus, yes. right? Like I yep. show all the older teenagers TPing houses and things. And so I remember that being in my sphere of knowledge mm-hmm. as a kid, being like, oh, people do bad stuff on Halloween, but I don't remember ever seeing it like in my yeah. neighborhood or anything or anywhere around me. I definitely saw like like I would
0: see houses like that had been tp would like in Hmm. the week following Halloween. Um, So it was definitely, but I always like as you kind of said, I always thought of it as a thing that happened on Halloween night itself. Like it was never like, oh, we do this before. Um, Yeah, no, but yeah. So I I did not. I always assumed the idea of these things, but no,
1: and I always (laughs) assumed that the like the concept was that. Because obviously you're saying like trick or treat, right? Yes. So then, if somebody doesn't give you a treat, then they would get a trick. <laughs> so there. I guess I always assumed like, oh, maybe like this house ran out of candy or something, and then people tp'd them or whatever. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, I I feel like that would be the fair, fair, the equitable Halloween way to do it. I feel like it was always like someone like I'm gonna go that's tp the, like my the Halloween exchange house. rate. <laughs> it was never it was never truly based on trick or treat morality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then coming up obviously to today um internet pranks are a popular subset of content that I wouldn't say is really my preferred um subset of content um especially because like a lot of as we kind of said, <laughs> I don't think putting a body on train tracks is a prank and I don't think that like making your partner upset for fun is a prank either. know, uh, Um, So I'm not a fan of that. I do enjoy a good compilation of, um, no, I'm not thinking of like a specific Halloween one, but like the scary snowman where- Oh, where there's
1: like a person in There's it. a
0: person in a suit and you like people, they're like, ah, I'm alive. And people are like, oh, and they're scared. Like, I'm like, all right, that's solid. That feels like a good old molasses on the pews style prank. A good old molasses on
1: the pews. <laughs> 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 that that that's a cabbage two cabbages up. that's yeah for, that's a cabbage uh yeah no i i feel like there's a lot of um for lack of a better term like murder pranks where yeah. people like yeah pretend to be like hurt or dead or something and i'm like i don't think that's a prank i <laughs> think that's, that's wild i'm like that's super
0: wild why would you do that uh yeah. so i don't enjoy that but i do i think like there there's a lot of interesting like special effects type things like
1: mm-hmm. oh
0: i know what i'm thinking thinking of there's um that video where like someone's like a headless horseman and his head drops into his hands
1: what have i you haven't seen that,
0: that. oh i'll no. have to look that up yeah I'm kind it's of like
1: shocked.
0: <laughs> yeah it's like i think he's a headless horseman maybe he's not it might just be like a skeleton but um it's like a cool like more like a of like a close-up magic kind of thing cool. and there's a lot of good you know video people being startled by that occurring which is pretty sweet
1: yeah um, i like i like something like that that's fun hmm yeah i enjoy
0: i enjoy that i wouldn't mind I, w- I would not like if someone put stinky cabbage
1: um fog <laughs> into my house i um, have to bring this up this has nothing to do with halloween please but do. It's, we're never gonna have a, a, a an opportunity where this will be relevant to the pod <laughs> otherwise so one of my favorite things is that in france um <laughs> April Fool's Day for them started as a thing called Poisson d'Avril, which means the fish of April, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the whole like shtick was like you would hide a fish in somebody's bag, <laughs> and then you'd be like Poisson d'Avril, and they would like be like stinky all day because they had a fish, nice. like a dead fish in their bag. Um and so now people like make paper fish and try to stick them on each other. On oh, that's the, cute. Yeah, so that you have like a, a, an April fish. Um, but I, so I like that's one of my favorite weird little things. And I feel like cabbage is in that zone. It's like a stink prank. It <laughs> is a stink. The, the category of stink pranks. Classic stink pranks. Um, <laughs> classic Scottish will, stink pranks. Which, like, is gross but like in the scheme of things i do yeah. like oh, It's that, not like, like damaging yeah like no harm no foul if my if my house smells like cabbage for a few days like that's annoying but like also no one died
0: <laughs> <laughs> right like yeah i'll deal with that also s- i w- i w- not I an would, invitation to cabbage bomb my house salt if i caught them doing that
1: Right, exactly. Yeah.
0: (laughs) See, now with that April fish, I feel like we need to have a Halloween version of that and like hide like a little ghost on someone's bed. Like, (sighs) yeah, wouldn't that be
1: fun? What's the what's the
0: (laughs) The... le fantôme (laughs) de October?
1: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, that's I had a moment where I was like, what's the Halloween equivalent of fish? As if fish didn't exist on Halloween. (laughs) <laughs> i mean like it wouldn't, little...
0: you, you wouldn't necessarily make the immediate connection where you're like right. oh a fish of course it's halloween and that sounds like a little like a little spooter.
1: oh yeah like... a spider or a bat oh a bat oh <gasps> the bats of october okay the bats yeah of
0: october all right everybody listening to this <laughs> Cut out, you need cut out some paper bats and start hiding them on people that you love. And when they're like, where did this bat come from? Be like, ha ha, the bats of October. <laughs> and just just pretend that that's an established thing. And Like it's
1: always been there. It's
0: always been that way. Be like, of course, the October bats. Haven't you hidden any October bats this year? Yeah.
1: What, slackers, what are you doing? <laughs> come
0: on, get it together. I guess I that's kind idea. of what the that's sort of the same energy as the whole like booing people thing the- oh
1: oh like you've been booed i thought yeah. you meant like sorry
0: <laughs> no i'm obviously can you tell that this was not a thing um because I, I don't think this really was a thing when we were growing up and so no, i also I am not it. you know i don't have like children at a school i which is where i kind of assume that happens it like it's family that you know <laughs>
1: It happened in my workplace Um, when I was at my not not my most recent job, but the job before that. Um, Someone at my job started, and to be fair, at that time I worked with like a lot of people who were just enough younger than me, you know, that they probably maybe would have had a slightly different experience. So, um, but yeah, uh, someone at my work started the little boo basket thing, and then we would just go until everyone in the office had been booed, and it was really cute. (laughs) because
0: i i remember like not really
1: knowing about it and then
0: like going to target one year and it was like here are like little signs and little like
1: supplies and i'm like wait what's going on what are we doing
0: right now yeah
1: i'm trying to like this is we don't have to do this on the air (laughs) (laughs) i was trying i'm sitting here trying to remember what bat is and for it's something weird it's like shove Chauve-souris or something. Unfortunately. I'm gonna I'll get back to you. We'll make a bats of October uh template that you can download. (laughs) (laughs) I love it.
0: All right. Well, that was my dive into Halloween pranks of the past. Um I hope that all of you uh do not get pranked this year, or if you do, it is something um cabbage style and not um, not our night style <laughs> yeah <laughs> um if you want to tell us any stories about Halloween pranking or adventures uh feel free to do so and if you are enjoying the show uh we would so much appreciate it if you'd take the time to rate and review our podcast. It really helps other people find us and you know it is the spooky season so we are looking for all the new ghouls to come and hang out with us yeah i do believe that midge has a review to
1: share today i do this is from yvette J. it's a five-star review titled if you have a countdown to halloween this is for you (laughs) Uh, i was born on halloween wow jealous friggin jealous uh, and my life has revolved around spooky scary themes the 13 Ghosts Review was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, some would say better than the film. Mm, some would. Uh, the show is fun, informative, and I feel like I'm having drinks with longtime friends. Thanks for, uh, oh, sorry. Thanks to my daughter, Jackie, for turning me on to this podcast. Thanks, oh. Jackie. Yeah, thanks, Jackie. You. <laughs> there you go. You can also
0: tell a friend or your mom uh, to yeah. check out the show please do <laughs> please Do uh, so if you are looking uh, to follow along with the pod uh, you can find us on instagram at ghouls night in pod and if you are looking for me you can find me at penny snark and you can find
1: me all over the web at midge munster and until next time good bye